Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's another football Friday. It is Friday, September 9th, 2022, and it's brought to you by, as always, the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, Workman's Comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is National Wiener Schnitzel Day. Do you, do you prefer your wiener schnitzeled? Is that how you like to eat your wieners? You know what? I'm... I've never had Wiener Schnitzel. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's really good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm sure, a massive fan of Schnitzel. I'm, I'm sure it is. I've just never, I've never had it, so I can't really say yay or nay. You know what I mean? Right. And I've also never had a steak a poivre, which it's also steak a poivre day. So, yeah, I, I've never had that either. It's a, it's like a peppered uh, French filet mignon type dish. Never had that. Uh, I have had Wiener Schnitzel quite a bit. That's that's kind of my. There's a um, there's a restaurant up in Helen, and I forget the name of it. <clears throat> and you can order just a massive plate of meat and schnitz. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel is 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 on there. There's also knockwurst, bratwurst, and one other type of wurst that is on there. So, I'll, I'll have to try it. I, I know that I've been I've been to Helen so many times. I may have had it, and I just I've forgotten. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's called like Cafe International. It's on it's on the river right there. It's kind of a small place. I, you you wouldn't you wouldn't notice it if you weren't looking for it. But yeah, they got a uh, they got some good schnitzel up there. Massive fan of schnitzel. It's a uh, for anybody who who's never had it. Um, it's like a, it's like a breaded pan fried veal type deal uh and it's absolutely phenomenal it's delicious price the braves begin a three-game set tonight uh with the seattle mariners uh, i'm kind of interested to see how this is going to go for the braves the braves throw out charlie morton uh first pitches around 9 40 tonight in seattle or well it'll be what is that 6 40 in seattle yeah three hours behind us so that's an um, odd start time. Yeah. So Charlie Morton tonight, Max Freed tomorrow, uh, and then r- as of right now, it's TBA on Sunday. So we'll see who Knit uh, decides to throw out on Sunday. And this is a this is a inform Seattle Mariners team right now. I think they've, I think they're like uh, eleven and two in their last thirteen or something around there. So yeah. you're getting a, you're getting a good opponent, and a uh, it'll be a nice test to see how you stack up with uh, an AL wild card team. They're not leading their division, but they are a wild card team. So they're they're hot right now, and it'll be nice to see how we stack up against them. The Mets begin a three game set with the Fish. So uh, go Fish! Let's yeah, go. Let's go! Let's go, Miami! Come on! Let's go! Yeah. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think gets that gets that game three start for uh, for the Braves? Well, 
let's see, Wright pitched when? What was it, Tuesday? Right? Maybe, I think. Uh, yeah, so Wright, Wright is scheduled to go Monday versus San Francisco. And then Strider Tuesday? Yep, Strider Tuesday, then Morton Freed. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder. Yeah. yeah, I think he's gonna get the start on Sunday versus uh, versus the um, I almost called him the Kraken, <laughs> the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Same why the city. Kraken popped in my head. Yeah, <laughs> that team's been around for like a month and a half. Why the hell did the Kraken pop in my head? Yeah. Same city, but <laughs> you know what? Now are their logos similar? I think uh, their logos are are. Kind of similar, aren't they? Kind of same color scheme, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Bryce Elder on Sunday to start for the Braves. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. For some reason, the Sunday tickets to that to that are twenty six dollars. You can get in Friday and Saturday night for fifteen bucks, but the lowest ticket on Sunday is twenty six dollars. I don't. I don't know why. That's weird. Good times. Yeah. Don't know why the discrepancy. All right, Bryce. uh, The five stripes play again this weekend. Yeah, they do um, at home versus Toronto. Uh, what's the team dynamic going to look like after the Joseph dust up with Pineda and all that? Um, Franco put an Instagram post up yesterday in support of Joseph Martinez. So I, it'll be interesting to see a what the locker room is like to this weekend for Atlanta United and B if that overflows onto the pitch uh, for any I don't know any chemistry issues between the team and Pineda. It's just a it's a very toxic, volatile kind of workplace right now. I guess you could say for Atlanta United, and yeah. it'll be interesting to see if that boils over onto the field. Not that you know, not that we could really play any worse than we have been playing recently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see if anything changes this weekend. Uh, can the defense not be so soft? The defense has been playing extremely soft as of late. Letting in easy goals, no man marking, kind of same old, same old that we've seen all season. Uh, where were the goals come from without Joseph? Joseph's kind of been our main goal scorer for the past couple of matches. Uh, will it be Franco? Will it be Almada? Will it be Arujo? Arujo's kind of gone into a dip recently, so as Ronaldo. Um, maybe Dom Dwyer comes in as a super sub and gets some goals. And honestly, the bigger question, Billy, the, the question that kind of overarches this entire game is, does it matter? Does this game right. really matter? Because... We're, we're essentially going to have to win out to get a chance at the playoffs, and we're going to have to have some teams in front of us have some lucky losses. So, what, you know, are, are, does, this, does this game matter, honestly? Can we still make the playoffs? Does the team still believe we can make the playoffs? Or is the rest of the season just semantics and everybody is sort of looking towards next year? And we'll get into what we're going to do next year once the season is over. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see what the – give a you-know-what is out of this landing United team this weekend versus Toronto at home. Right. And that's that was my question is is does it matter at this point? Because I mean a couple of games ago was, we were three points or five points out of the playoffs. And I I think the last game all of a sudden we were three points and we had we had lost. And I was like, how the hell does that happen? But um And I think now we are seven um Hold on, I can tell you 33. Yeah, we're seven points out of the playoffs now, so that's that's three games. Um, and, and that's three games if the team ahead of us loses all three of those games. So it's 
nearly impossible. It's not impossible. There's still an outside chance, but it would be I would be shocked if we did end up making the playoffs. Well, that's tough for for the five stripes and and all the five stripe fans, honestly. Yeah, for the most expensive squad in the MLS. Good job. Uh, Falcons uh, renew their rivalry with the Aints this weekend. Um, that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, the question that you have here is, can the Falcons offense move the ball? It does have some weapons, and I, I agree with you there. Um, the the Falcons do have some weapons. Drake London is uh, is a rookie, but he's, he's a stud. Um, speaking of former rookies who are studs, uh, Kyle Pitts is an absolute beast. He is he can be Mariota's uh, blanket, you know, safety blanket. As far as the running back is concerned, I mean, you've got Cordero Paris, and they moved um, they moved on from Alameda or not Alameda Zacchaeus, but they moved on from uh, Quadre Ellison, which surprised me a little bit, um, and and decided to go with you know Tony Algier, who is going to be the number two guy from what I've seen. That's the kid from Indiana, right? Algier or Algier? I'm not sure if he's from Indiana. I think he's from somewhere else. <clears throat> Excuse uh, me. BYU. BYU yeah. is where he's from. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what he has. I, I think he has a lot yeah. of promise. I think he's going to be a decent running back. I don't, I don't think he's going to be what Cordero Patterson was last year or anything like that. But I, I think oh, he God, could be yeah. a good RB2. Yeah. I mean, that's just it, he's going to be a change of pace back. You know, I think when you look at Cordero Patterson, he's going to be a lot of around the edges, beyond the tackles kind of running back. I think Algier is going to be more traditional between the tackles kind of running back, if that makes sense. I would almost I would almost go to venture and say that Algier, Al, Al Algier, however you pronounce it, will probably line up in a traditional running back set, possibly more than Cordero Patterson. Now, he's not going to get the playing time Patterson does or the yards Patterson does or anything, but they, they use Patterson in such a Swiss Army knife type of role, uh, you know, in the slot out wide, wherever it is they use him. That Yeah, like you said, Tyler is going to get more of a traditional eye-back, power-back formation sets uh, rather than Cordero Patterson where they can literally put just about anywhere on the field and he'll affect the play. <laughs> Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator, is going to be on the field this year as opposed to being up in the booth last year. Um, and he said this will be this will help him be able to get the calls in. Speaking of that, where's the D-line going to be at this weekend? Can we get pressure on, on Famous Jameis? And that's, that's going to be a big thing because, you know, our secondary is, is as happy as I am with... Um, and my mom just went blank, Bryce. AJ Terrell? Yes, Terrell. Thank you. That's what happens when you are you wake up at <laughs> before six. <laughs> your mind just kind of craps on you. Um, I'm, I'm perfectly We, we also don't have a Terrell. long day ahead of us or anything either today. So. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you're happy with with AJ Terrell in the secondary. But, you know, outside of that, there there may be some question marks there. It's not really question marks, but it's more or less um, unknowns. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, it's not 100% set in stone. Set, Terrell is set in stone. I'm, I'm good with him. It's just the others. So you hope that the D-line could get pressure on Famous Sheamus in order to 
give the secondary a little bit of a break. So we'll see where, where they are there. Can the offensive line improve on last year? They need to keep the quarterback, um, whoever it is, upright all year. Yeah. Because, dear Lord, if if the same offensive line that we had last year, which we don't have the same offensive line, but if the same offensive line last year was trying to protect Marcus Mariota, Maria, Mariota would be like had a broken leg in preseason. I mean, that's just how bad it was. If it's the same offensive line, third string quarterback Felipe Frank should start warming up because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was Swiss cheese, it was tissue paper, and you know, hopefully they've improved that. They looked improved uh, in the preseason, so hopefully that's a sign of good things to come. Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do too, and, and this has meant no offense to our previous quarterback, but a lot of it had to do with the fact that Mariota and Ritter are both pretty mobile, and they can handle moving what outside try, the what pocket. Trying to say, what are you trying to say about Matt Ryan? You trying to say he's not a mobile quarterback anymore? I'm definitely saying that Matt Ryan is not a mobile quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's got wheels, man. Come on. Don't slight <laughs> Matt Ryan like that. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, and you know, on the flip side, where will the Saints be able to battle the Bucks this this year for the division? Um, I don't think, and we've made this clear. We don't think that the Falcons are going to be battling for the division. I mean, they shouldn't be, and they—it's one of those moments where, as a fan, you want to see your team win constantly, but at the same time, you understand that they're not going to win a lot this year, so why try to get as many wins as possible if you can get better draft picks yeah how hard is that i wonder to manage as a coach you know um it's it's terrible as a fan man like I, i think i think it's harder in basketball because basketball teams openly tank um but in the nfl you know they have a they have a uh cap floor where you have to spend so much money and teams want to win but yeah if you're if you're the falcons you don't want to win too many because Honestly, you want to be inside that top five draft pick again this year to get somebody good, and you might want to be inside the top two if Ritter doesn't pan out. So that that must be tough for a coach to go out there knowing that, hey, we don't we don't really want to win too much because we have to rebuild this team. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be I'll be interested to see the the, the two things I'm most interested to see in this game on the Falcons side. I'm interested to see what that D line does. Can they get pressure on famous Jameis? And then on the Saints side. Uh, is famous Jameis going to perform like we know he has the cap- capability to perform? Also, on the Saints, a lot of weapons. So it'll be interesting to see what the Saints do with that and what the Falcons can do to put the pressure on them on uh, Sunday. Sunday at 1 o'clock is this game, right? Yes. And let's let's pull the curtain back a little bit here. The only reason Bryce is hoping for famous Jameis to have a good game is because he's his fantasy quarterback. And I also bet on him as comeback player of the year. So <laughs> let's let's go let's go, Jameis Williams. Do you know who else is on the uh, comeback player of the year right now for FanDuel? Um, uh, what's his face? Who just got shot? Yes, the rookie running back up in Washington, uh, Robinson. James, not James Robinson, Brian Robinson, right? Yeah, James Robinson is down in Jacksonville. Yeah, Brian Robinson, who's the rookie running back up in Washington, is on the comeback player of the year. Dude, if he comes back and has any type of productivity, if I had a vote, I would 1,000% vote for him for comeback player there. Even though he's a rookie, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty good funny, honestly. But, yep. 
All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Billy in softball. Central beat Sonoraville 6-1. to one. Izzy Rapati hit another long ball, and Carly Fuller threw another gym uh, inside the circle for the Central Lions. Heard County was at Lamar County. We do not have a score for that one. That's yeah, I know. That's, I looked all over Facebook, social media, Max Preps, no score. I was really shocked by that. Uh, Bremen Falls to Gordon Lee, 5-4. to four. Crawford County at Temple, also no score for that one. And then Villarica beats Lithia Springs, 16 to nothing. Maddie McGuire, Addie Orr, wow. Tori Wofford, uh, Scara, Emily Farrow, and Olivia Wooten all drove in runs last night for the Lady Wildcats. So congratulations to Villarica for a big win. Uh, in volleyball last night, Carrollton Falls to Northside 2-1. to one. Central Falls to Noonan 2 to nothing. And then Heard County played Callaway. Uh, we don't have a score for that. And Temple played Darlington, and we do not uh, have a score for that as well. This weekend on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar, tomorrow night, Friday night. Football, tomorrow night. baby. Wait, 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 wait. Tomorrow night. Tonight. Tonight. Wow. Tonight. Tomorrow night. Yesterday. And today. All of those above. All right, uh, tonight, tonight, Friday night, we have Friday night football. I know I said tomorrow night, and I was about to say Friday night football, and then I'm like, hold on, today's Friday. It's today. Uh, football, we have Bowden at Tattnall Square at 7.30. I will be on the call for that one uh, at the Hometown Sports Media Carrollton, Carroll County Network, yep. and then Carrollton at Villarica. This is the big one, man. This is the one you, Casey, and Clay will all be at for Hometown Sports Media Villarica. Network Carrollton at Villarica at 7:30. That'll be extremely interesting to see what Villarica can do with a high-powered Carrollton offense and honestly a defense for Carrollton that is just absolutely suffocating. Uh, McIntosh at Central at 7:30. I don't really know much about McIntosh anymore. When I was in high school, they were okay. Are they sort of still along the same line, Billy? Do you really know much about McIntosh? Um, I was doing a little bit of research yesterday. I think they're two and one this year i think it's either two and one or one and two um i think central should be able to take care of business it, it should be a bounce back game for central this week okay mary persons is at harrelson county at 7 30 once again mary persons i know i think they used to be a powerhouse in georgia but i, I don't know good. they're still good okay yeah. right, makes sense usually high schools that were once good remain good so they're carol or harrelson county is just playing that one person named mary that's going to be tough for that person to move the ball against 11 Rebels for Harrelson County. Uh, Heard County is at an 0-3 team named Callaway. Pulpwood Classic, baby. Pulpwood Classic. Yeah, I talked to Coach Shane Lasseter about that and kind of got him giggling. I said, I said, Coach, you know, you're traveling to this team on your schedule. I said, they're 0-3 right now, so you don't have to worry about them, like, you know, being good or anything, right? And he just started laughing. He said, if you know anything about Callaway – he said, go look at their record and then go look at who they've played. They've played, you know, a top yeah. five team the per first three games of the season. So the Pulp Boy yeah. Classic at 7.30 and the Temple at Lumpkin County at 7.30. Guys, I'm going to tell you, if you go to any of these games this weekend, it is go or this weekend, tonight, it is going to be uh, absolutely downpouring in most of the places in Georgia, unfortunately, tonight. So bring an umbrella, bring a poncho, uh, bring, your, bring your patience if there's any lightning. I don't know if it's supposed to be bad storms or just rain, uh, but some great football this weekend. And with the weather coming in, man, we might get some odd results that we're not expecting, especially yeah. down in Tattnall Square, because that is a uh, grass field. Um, you know, the Villarica yeah. Central, Central's turf, right? Central's turf. Harrelson County is, is still grass. Callaway's um, grass. 
That Troop County, if it, if it's the one that Villarica played the scrimmage at, that was a grass field. Yeah. The Troop County. I don't know about Lumpkin County. I, I've never been up there. I don't know what their field looks like. That yeah. might be that might be grass as well. So, and then and then this weekend uh, also or tonight actually. I keep going up this weekend. It's tonight, Friday night softball. Carrollton at the Trojan Slam at East Carroll Rec. Central at the Trojan Slam. They have two games at East Carroll Rec. Bremen is also at the Trojan Slam. They have one game at East Carroll Rec, and then North Cobb Christian is at Mount Zion at five o'clock. I'd be shocked if any of these softball games actually got to be played this weekend. Yeah, there's there's a ton of rain coming. Like yeah. a ton. Saturday tomorrow, softball. Carrollton at the uh, Trojan Slam. Uh, Central at the Trojan Slam. They'll have at least two games. Heard Counties at the Trojan Slam on Saturday. And then Bremen is also at the Trojan Slam on Saturday. They'll have at least two games. The, the Trojan Slam is at the East Carroll Rec Department. Um, but check and see before you go because it is supposed to absolutely downpour. So I'd, I'd be shocked if those softball games got going. Football will go as long as there's no lightning. Uh, and then tomorrow we also have volleyball. Central is at home for the Rock, Paper, Scissor Tournament. Heard County is also at the same tournament. Temple is at the same tournament as is Villarica. So it'll be fun to see all of our local teams hopefully go up against each other uh, yeah. in, in the volleyball tournament out there at Central. That'll be uh, yeah. some good volleyball. And then in college football this weekend, UGA is going to absolutely waffle stomp Samford at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. What's the over-under on that? Ooh, that is a good pregunta, which is question in Spanish. You want the, you want the over-under or who's favored by what? I want the over-under. All right, over-under for that one is not listed. Yeah, they're scared. That is, <laughs> wow. I don't, um, let me check some okay, more betting sites. There, there is, it's, it's not on, it's not on here. What's the, what's the betting line? It's, it's not on here. That's what I'm saying. No, there's no betting line either? No, the game, the get this game is not even listed. Oh, 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 that's good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this this game is not even... You can't even bet on this game right now. Okay. Okay. That is... That is very odd. I, I can't tell you the last time... I can't tell you the last time I've seen that. Yeah, there's no line. There's no betting line. There's no over-under. This game is nowhere. I'll check a couple other sites uh, later on today. But yeah, as of right now... This game is off the books. That's odd. I wonder why that is. I know Georgia's going to beat Sanford by a lot, but... Hmm. That's why. Yeah. Billy, you need some soft-earned dollars this weekend, man? Absolutely, man. Let's get to the Incredible Pulp soft-earned dollars of the week. Last week, we gave you our locks for the weekend. I went 2-1. and one. Billy went 0-3. Oh I thought you went 2-1. I, I, can't, I can't count, apparently. Um, so, so this week's lock of the week... You know what I, I bet. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you mine and then Billy will give you his my locks of the week this week UNC versus Georgia State the over under is 64 and a half hit the over on that that is a lock at a minus 112 Illinois is a four and a half point favorite versus Virginia Illinois looked really good in the first game or the uh, their first game of the season versus Indiana or actually that was the second game of the season uh, versus Indiana Illinois covers against Virginia Virginia's terrible that's a minus 108. And then the Bengals are a six and a half point favorite versus the Steelers on Sunday. Take the Bengals as the favorite there. The Bengals will win by at least a touchdown. 
versus the woeful Steelers at a minus 106. All right, uh, I'm going to take one college and two NFL games this weekend. I'm going to take uh, USC. They are a nine and a half point favorite against Stanford. Like it. I I just have a, a good feeling about that one. I'm, uh, I'm with you on that one. So that's that's scary. Uh, San Francisco, <laughs> uh, six and a half point favorites against the Bears. I just don't think the Bears are going to have enough firepower to be able to, to cover that. Okay. And then uh, Green Bay are one and a half point favorites over the rival Vikings. Um, That's a layup, think, right? It should be. Yeah, that just seems like a layup bet right there. I mean, basically at that point, all I'm doing is predicting that the Vikings or the Packers are going to win. Right. It's almost a pick 'em right there at a, at a point and a half, and it hasn't moved. It's still a point and a half, which is really surprising. I guess it's in Minnesota. I don't know. A lot. I feel like a lot of people are discounting how good Aaron Rodgers is. Like, I know he doesn't have any elite receivers up there, but it's still Aaron Rodgers, and he still has A.J. Dillon and um, Aaron Jones up there. Yeah. And, I mean, he has decent receivers. I don't know. I feel like people are selling the Packers and Aaron Rodgers short this year. So Yeah, so maybe I could bounce back from a 0-3 start to maybe a 3-3, three and three, uh, you know, this week. So we'll Let's see. Let's go. Let's go. Clean the slate. The other, the other games that I'm betting on this weekend – Falcons versus Saints over under is 42 and a half. I'm going to hammer the over on that bet. Patrick Mahomes right now is a plus 2800 to score at least two touchdowns. What? On, on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I saw wait, that. Who, who are they up against? Um, They are playing a team, the Arizona Cardinals. So $10 would get you 280 bucks. Bingo. Against the Cardinals. Bingo for Patrick Mahomes to score Dear two Lord. touchdowns. Any sort of touchdowns, just two touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't have to be. It can be passing or rushing. It can be passing. It can be oh, rushing. It Lord. can be receiving. It can be returning. It can be whatever it wants it to be. Dear Lord, yeah. twenty eight hundred. That isn't that is an easy layup in my opinion. Uh, and then Max Verstappen to win this weekend uh, at Monza is a minus uh, two eighty. So that's that's another easy. Platform, but those are your incredible pulp soft earned dollars of the week. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee, dude. I need a cup of coffee. Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday the Queen has passed away at the ripe old age of 96. Yeah, good job, Queen. So, you know, ruled for 70 years, I think. And yeah. Yeah, that's, I that's I don't know anything about the royal family. I don't know anything about the queen. I've seen both opinions posted all over social me- social media. I don't have an opinion because I don't know anything about them. I'm a I'm a sports stooge, and that's sort of all I pay attention to. Uh, I honestly didn't even know the queen was still alive. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I saw this yesterday, and I'm like, oh, oh okay. So I, I don't have an opinion on it because I just don't know anything about her or the royal family or how politics in England work. Well, 96. And uh, Reggie Jackson actually came out and said, you know, see, it wasn't me that killed her. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. That's, that's an old joke from a movie, guys. So, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rams announced contract extensions for Les Need and Sean McVay through 2026. That's huge. Um, you know, they might have should have. They might have should have waited till the game was over last night to do that. It doesn't matter, man. I, I think that's, <laughs> that that game doesn't matter to them in the grand scheme of things. Well deserved, uh, both. 
yeah, Sean McVay is an absolute stud. And let's see if he st- sticks around in Los Angeles, even with the contract extension. You know, they could be like, hmm, this guy's being offered TV deals and left and right. So uh, yesterday, Josh Allen throws three touchdown passes at Buffalo to open the season 31-10 to 10 win at Los Angeles, which was massive win. They just made a statement, man. It was just absolute statement win right there. And I think we said this yesterday. Why are the Rams, you know, a dog? Reigning Super Bowl champions at home? Well, this is why they're a That's dog. The, yeah, Vegas knows more than we know about football, and it'll always be that way. Bills come in and show why they are the betting favorite right now to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, was limited in practice after his new cleats bothered his ankle. <laughs> he is still good to go. <laughs> what? I don't. I saw this headline. And he got new, apparently, custom Dak Prescott cleats, and they were bothering his ankles. I mean, what, what are we doing, dude? This is the NFL. This isn't like 7-8 football where you have to wear whatever they have at, at Dick's or whatever they have at Academy. Like, you get cleats custom made for you, and you're, you're the quarterback of the Cowboys. Why are you wearing cleats that bother you? I don't – it's just – it's the most Cowboys headline ever. It's just, dude, I was, <laughs> I was talking to Matt Ridgeway about this. I said, I just don't know what we're going to get. Uh, defensively, I know what we're going to get for the Cowboys. Offensively, it's just it's just up in the air. We're, we are less than the sum of our parts, and we have been for the past 10 years. And it's honestly just baffling to me. I don't I don't know, man. I don't understand it. But, yeah, his, his ankles were getting bothered by his new cleats. So that is the story out in Dallas right now. Major League Baseball Competition Committee is voting on rule changes Friday or tonight, today, with an eye on quickening pace of play. So pitch clocks and um, what was the other one that was? Uh, shift, bigger bags, yeah. and there is a time limit on when the pitcher can step off the rubber. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, whatever. What, whatever they want to do. I've put my opinion out there on how we make baseball better. And apparently it wasn't very popular, but I don't want to sit through 1,500 innings a season watching baseball. Seven innings. Make it seven innings and only play 81 games. Can we get to robot umps? Just yeah, saying. robot umps. I'm, I'm fine with bigger bags. I have always been a proponent for two first base bags, but I know that's a softball thing. and I know baseball purists hate it, but it is what it is. I don't care. Uh, banning the shift. Billy, where do you sit on banning the shift? Is that a yay or nay for you? Uh, I mean, the shift annoys the hell out of me anyway, but... I get why it's done. And if you have a problem with it, then you're a professional baseball player. Learn how to hit hit away. You know uh, what I'm, I mean? I'm in the same camp you are, <laughs> dude. It, it, it annoys me. I hate the shift, but I don't think it should be something that's banned. I mean, you're not going to ban cover two defense in the NFL. You know, you're not going to ban right. uh, zone defense in, in basketball. So I don't think it should be banned. I hate it, but I don't think it should be banned. What about right. bigger bags? Are you in favor of that? Um, <clears throat> Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think I'm there with you. I think I'm there with, with bigger bags. Just the problem with bigger bags comes the the fact that the balls are gonna tear them off of it a lot more. Um, uh, yeah, definitely a possibility. I'm I'm for bigger bags if we can somehow put a sensor in the bag that will alert anybody when there is pressure on it and where the pressure is coming from. That way, when we do reviews, we can see when the ball pops in the mitt of the first baseman and when the pressure point of the bag has any pressure on it from the runner. I think that'd be neat. And I assume or, we have more pressure tech- on it from the, uh, from the first baseman. If they, if they stepped off, boom, there you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that'd be neat. I don't know if we have that sort of technology, but I assume we can invent it. Dude. Yeah. Sure we do. Yeah. I, I would assume we do. I mean, we can have we can have little trackers in in the balls for the USFL to tell us where the where the ball is in a scrum. So, um, yeah, I, I'm all for changing baseball because, like like I have said, we are going into a TikTok era of grownups who do not have an attention span to watch a nine inning game and pay attention to 162 games a year. Uh, so baseball is going to have to change with the times and, you know, making a quicker game might, uh, might help out baseball, but it is, it's, uh, it's, it's not going well. If you look at TV ratings, honestly, for baseball, uh, compared with the NFL, but okay, no. yeah. when you, when you compare anything with the NFL or any type of football, I mean, just for instance, Iowa versus San Diego state or North Dakota state, whoever they played last week did over a million views. And that game was terrible. So uh, baseball needs to change it up a little bit and get get some inventive stuff in there to, to stay alive. I'm kind of curious to see what the number was last night. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what are you what are you going to guess? Well, Ohio State, um, Notre Dame got ten and a half on Saturday. That yep. was the most watched game on Saturday. I have to think that it's more, right? Oh, way more. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say somewhere between 16 and 22 million. Okay, that's fair. I yeah. think that's fair. That, that's what I'm gonna go. I know, I know, that's probably a wide gap. If you had to nail me down, I would probably go closer to 20. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting to see what uh, what it was last night. All right. Uh, finally, today in, 20, in 2021, last year, Tom Brady becomes the first player in NFL history to start 300 regular season games as he guides the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to an opening day 31 to 29 win at home versus the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I hate him, but he's the GOAT. I'm not going to argue that. It, it is what it is. He is the greatest of all time, and uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Bryce, you ready to get out of here? Yes, sir. I need some coffee, baby. All right, let's get out of here on a Friday. It is a football Friday. Hope you guys all poncho up tonight if you're going out to these football games because it gonna rain. Yeah, it's gonna be wet. Where's Ollie from Family Guy? It gonna rain. It gonna rain. <laughs> <laughs> For Bryce Barley Guy and Billy Lindall, we will catch you all on Monday, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors. <laughs>